What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Match Me Abroad edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Therese right there. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? How are you doing, guys? How are you doing, John? I'm doing, all, I'm doing all right. Hopefully, you guys are doing well, too. Let's put the disclaimer out there right off the top. Therese and I are not together in the same room. We are actually in different time zones. We're still crazy in love. Well, that's the old, that's the old show. <laughs> We're still married. Uh, We're still married. We're still married. I bet you... To each other. I bet you a lot of our listeners don't even know that. It was the same show, but when we first, when we first came on the scene, we had a different... We called ourselves 90 Day Fiance Crazy in Love. Yes. And, and then... TLC shut us down. TLC shut us down. Uh, <laughs> our Instagrams and socials started disappearing and that wasn't cool. And then a show, like a murder podcast came out from iHeartRadio called Crazy in Love and they put a bunch of money behind it to advertise it. And so we... Rebranded. Had to rebrand. And so now obviously you guys know that we are married to reality. And, and yes, we are still crazy in love at heart. We are married legally and we love reality television. Yes, that's us. So we're here to talk about Match Me Abroad, Ooh. our newest indulgence. Match Me Abroad and part of it is in my homeland of the Czech Republic. I wish we got a little more Czech this episode. We got, right? a, fair, we got a fair amount. Shout out to Harold. But I could use a little more. Oh, I could use way more. Of we're, that. We're going to save Harold to the end, not because we saved the best for last, but just because we go in chronological order the way they serve it up to us. Yes. But, but before before we do, we may be in a different time zone, but you know what time it is. It's time for the business. Very quickly, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We got memes. We got news. You guys message us there. So follow us along at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time. Also, Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. We got love and paradise cooking over there. It is a wild season. So make sure you check it out and follow us wherever you're listening right now, because we like to drop bonus episodes once in a while. We sometimes, and this is maybe one of those times because of travel or whatnot, a show gets delayed by a few hours or a day. And if you're following the podcast, you'll get it immediately as soon as we drop it. So it's so easy to follow the podcast So look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hard as the Václav Havel Airport. That's in Prague. There you go. Ah, fun fact. It's one of the most expensive airports in Europe. Who's that fun for? For you guys and you, John. You've been there. You had that switch squad there. It was so freaking expensive compared to, like, Prague is expensive. It's the most expensive city of the Czech Republic. But the airport is like Prague times two. I just meant who. Ridiculous. I just meant oh. who. Who is expensive things fun for? Oh, no one. No one. No one. Now you, you should so, have stopped me before I went on this rant. So, <laughs> it's hard to interrupt, which is probably for the best. Everyone's like, keep doing these remote recordings because you guys are allowing each other to talk. But <laughs> but smash like it's as hot as that airport. Nice. We airport. love that airport. It's a very nice airport. Yeah. 
Last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the love. We love when you guys leave reviews. If it's a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday night podcast, the 90-day podcast. All right. That's the business. Let's get to this episode because I'm loving this show. And episode two, no different. Still loving it. Yes. Can I say, I told you so? About what? It's Stanika. The way you pronounce her name is Stanika. It's Stanika. It's Stanika. Who says Stanika? You say tomato. I say Stanika. It's Stanika. It's Stanika. Call in, guys. Please call in. It seriously is Stanika. How did how did you get Stanika? How did you get that? That's what I hear. I hear I'll, Stanika. All right. Well, I, I I'm uh, I'm uh, going uh, Stanika. Uh, uh, it's a it's a special name. Like I feel like there is a word. I'm sure people do butcher her name quite often. Yeah, I like a, you. Like you, John. <laughs> I hear Stanika. All right, call in. Put the emphasis on the right syllable for us and tell us how do you pronounce. Because I, I, I think it's Stanika. You think it's Stanika? Listen, listen. I just went to the eye doctor today, right? I yeah, got there. Go, go to the ear doctor. <laughs> I went to my eye doctor. It's a new eye doctor. And I was like, hi. And they were like, hi, Triva. And Ooh. I'm like... I'm like, what? And, and what is like, this Starbucks? Teriva, ter-, and I was like, and I saw it. I was like, I'm sorry. My name is Teresa. And, and I was like, I, and in my head, I'm like, when I called them, I was like spelling my name. I was like, Tiesa Tiger, E, R as a reservation, E, Z as a zebra, A. And they got to be Teriva. Who, who's Teriva? I don't know. Those are the sandals I wore in high school, I think. Terivas. I was like, what? I feel like sometimes people just like either don't hear well or just uh, they just make up their own names. And I'm like, how is Teresa turned into Teriva? And I feel like Stanica might be a similar thing. All right. Stanica. I say Stanica. All right. Well, she's talking to Nina. The matchmaker. They're FaceTiming. There's less than a day until until Stanika arrives in Morocco. And so Nina's like, here's how it's going to go down. Someone's going to meet you at the airport, take you to the hotel, then daytime. Do you not agree? You're giving me this look. Yeah, you, 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 you had a funny way of saying airport. You're like, Air- airport? Oh, <laughs> no, now, now my pronunciation <laughs> is all off. All right. Oh, yeah. But I was like, I was thinking, I was like, all right, Nina, you're a fancy uh, little thing for well, having a driver and all that. Well, we saw Susan last episode. Everyone's getting a driver. Everyone. Except, except but, well, I find it more personal. Like These people arriving to, to a, foreign country. a foreign country knowing no one. I love that Katarina picked him up. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. It, it seems a little more posh. I'm going to send a driver. Yeah. But come on, I've been talking to you for however long. You're the only person I know in this country. How about you come and greet me? Yeah. So, right. well, Stanika asks before they end the call, can I get a sneak peek? What does he look like? Tell me, show me, I want to see. And all Nina does is say, well, he's tall. And this is similar to Jewish matchmaking. Shout mm-hmm. out if you haven't listened to those recaps. Yeah. Aliza didn't always want to show a picture no. to the single because, as she says, pleasant surprises. Yeah, and I agree. Like, if you, I don't want to say desperate, but if you, if you tried all kinds of regular dating and you were not being successful, the apps didn't work for you, so you're like, you know what, I'm going to go to the matchmaker. If that's what they suggest, just go with it. Like, 
why would you want to question it or anything if that's what they have in store for you? Yeah, yeah. Well, Lisa may say pleasant surprises. I say uh, false hope or misunderstanding because when Sanika got to Marrakesh, she was let down. I think when she realized, oh, that's that's my driver, not my potential date. Well, I think Stanika has a type and I think the driver was her type and I have a feeling her date is going to be her type. Okay. All right. From what from what I saw. All right. I, I saw in Sanika's eyes like, oh, why can't Abdu do me? Well, what I what I saw in Stanika was that she landed. She goes like, holy shit, if even the driver is this handsome, <laughs> I can't wait for Dina found for me. Mm-hmm. So very pleased with, with the driver. Not so thrilled with the Moroccan driving style. The, no, uh, she's like, everyone driving everywhere. Weaving in and out no of traffic. She's like, donkeys getting whipped. <laughs> it's like, this is wild. <laughs> I mean, have you been to New York City? Have you driven through Times Square, Stanika? Did I ever tell you I got hit by a yellow cab like my car? No. And they, so they basically just scratched me and they took off. I'm like in traffic, like I was driving with my old host mom and I was an au pair. I'm driving and we're like sitting on the red light, like moving slowly through traffic, right? So it's like, it wasn't my fault. And there's this cab just like trying to get through everyone. And he like scratched the side of the car and took off. And there was this yellow freaking line. So did you have to take it to the shop or could it like, you just like wash it off or? We kind of like washed it off, but there was like, it couldn't, it was a little scratch, but we washed off the, the paint. Mm-hmm. But it's like, are you serious? I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't even know what happened. And and my old host mom, she was like, did you did you see the license plate? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm freaking right. driving. Like, yeah. how do I see the license plate? Yeah. Did you get their ID number? Like, yeah. You know, off. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like New York City on steroids. Yeah. So, okay. Then we get the next day. It's Danica's date day. She's getting ready, but she's going to meet Nina first at a cafe. Okay. I'm going to make a comment, right? Stanika always, from what we saw, like she dresses fabulous, right? She's yeah. like dresses and onesies and all that. She's like wearing jeans and a shirt in a way. Like okay. I, I didn't expect her to go on a date. I thought she's just meeting Nina. And I'm like, I'm surprised that the first date you would not. And it's like, listen, I live in jeans, but um, that's my casual attire, favorite casual attire. Uh, but if I was going on like a first date like this, right? First date is like through a matchmaker. I'm trying to make a great impression. Like I would whip out a dress or something. And she has a lot of nice clothes from what we've seen so far. Let me just play a little bit of Angel's Advocate. I think she here. dressed it down. Let me play a little Angel's okay. Advocate. She's in Morocco. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't know how to get sexy in Morocco while still being respectful. I'll tell you what, a long, a maxi dress, even like sleeves can be sexy. All right. Then I just felt like, you know, jeans is like, it's like a second or third day. You can do something casual, but I feel like first day you should dress to impress. And especially for someone who knows how to, like, let's say if we saw her and she was a, I don't want to shit on anyone's style, but like Danielle from Danielle Mohammed, like <laughs> Danielle wasn't a fa- fashion icon. Let's just say that. So if Danielle no, she showed wasn't up, even a Maxinista. Forget no. a fashionista. <laughs> if Danielle showed up in jeans and a shirt, I'd be like, okay, Danielle, good stuff, right? 
But static ab, you've seen her looking fab. I like that that's the bar for Danielle. <laughs> if she showed up with clothes on that didn't have stains, <laughs> I'd be like, good job, Danielle. I just the first person I thought of. Okay. Yeah. But like for static, I was like, oh, like well, you're being like you dressed down. That was a perfect outfit for going out meeting Nina. I really right. didn't think she's gonna meet her date. No, you're hundred percent correct because we even saw the first episode. She was shopping specifically yeah. for these these dates. And, and that's okay. what I'm saying. Like she we saw her celebrate her birthday, like we saw her in some like nice outfit. So that's why I know that she knows how. I wasn't offended. I thought it was it was colorful. I, I liked the pattern. I wasn't, I wasn't offended. All I'm saying, she did look nice. All I'm saying is like she dressed it down. Okay. Fair enough. So they're there. Nina's me and Stanika. Nina tells Stanika about her potential match. A little bit of the stats, the, the figures, the numbers. 41 years old. 6'5". Tall. A successful tour guide named Nordine. Yes. Who wants to move to America. So that's the question I had from the jump was, are you move? Is it the other way? Is it 90 day? Who's moving where? So at least in Stanika's case, she's planning, I guess, to stay in the States and her yeah. potential new boyfriend, fiance, husband would move stateside. Yeah. Yeah, and he loves the American culture. He speaks English. He wants to live in the U.S. So it's perfect. It's a perfect match. And but Stanika is very nervous, and she asks Nina to go on a date with her. I don't like this at well, all. Well, I like how Nina approached it because Nina goes like, "You know what? I don't usually do that, but I get it. She's nervous. I'm gonna go and introduce them, and if things are okay, I'll leave." That's great. I, I actually do think that's kind of smart. I feel like we yeah. saw that maybe with Darcy when she had the matchmaker that she introduced them. Maybe I'm making hey. this up. But okay, introduce. Uh, hi, this this is Nordine. Oh, she did. She this did. Is, she did. Right. So this is Nordine. This is Danica. I, I matched you yeah. guys. I think you guys will be great. Have fun and disappear. But I kind of feel like Danica, you flew halfway around the world to go on a date. You can't go alone. You can go the extra ten feet and go alone. You flew here alone. You can keep going. True, but I didn't mind the introduction. I, I feel like. When you do something like this, and I don't want to call it extreme, but it is extreme when it comes to dating. It means like I've tried it all and now I'm just putting my fate into another human being, right? If you're a little nervous, and you should be because it's a different country, it's different culture, religion, customs, right? Oh, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing if someone breaks the ice for you. Okay. No, and I think it actually is is pretty good the way Nina's approaching it. Yeah. Here's here's maybe the answer to your question. Oh, he stepped up his dressing game. Well, not that. Because <laughs> Danica goes, and I forgot. She says, you know, I don't really feel great because I'm wearing tennis shoes instead of heels. But we're going on a walking date, so that's why. Maybe that's oh. the walking date. You're not going to go on a walking date in a miniskirt. Some that's some true. Some girls would. Yeah. And, Dar- and Darcy. Darcy would. <laughs> Darcy would. But maybe that's why she dressed down a bit. Maybe, Dre- okay. Dress for the date. Read the room. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes next time. But he seems, not- from what I saw in the previews, he looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. Tall. Yeah. All Dressed right. up. Okay. All right. Next. Next, Suzanne. I'm kidding. Susan. Susan in Columbia. You're, are you giving me shit? All the way from a different time zone. And you give me 
Okay. All right. So, first morning in Colombia, and Susan is trying to find wine. She's looking for a buzz. <laughs> Dude, like, go, Mimo. Listen, I like to have a little a little drink on the weekend, but I call it brunch. And yeah. I have a bloody Mary or a mimosa. Dude, if you go straight for a bottle of wine. Ooh. Yeah, this is strike one for me with Susan. Um, also, book a, book a hotel with an honor bar. Come on, Susan. It's going to take you far in life. Oh, we love on. Oh, we love cheating on the honor bar. Well, so we call it the dishonor bar. <laughs> but it is I paid. A, I paid the price. With the hangover. Yeah. yeah when I, I was have, when I was being dessert, I was putting down one glass of wine and I poured three. I don't even want to give away my movie idea for my movie titled oh, Honor. Don't, don't. I have. A, let me just say this: I have a movie in the works, and when I say in the works, I mean in my mind, um, titled Honor Bar, and I'll leave it at that. All right. Call in if you want to know more. You heard it here first. So, okay. Susan is going to meet up with Juan. Fortunately, Juan brought a little rosé with him. Yeah, I feel like she probably texted him like, Juan, I need a glass. I okay. Need a glass. Stat. I kind of almost feel like all these singles are just going to end up banging the matchmakers or their associates because like Stanika really liked the driver. Ooh. And then Juan's making a good first impression with this rosé. Yeah, I think Susan's going to be a hard cookie to shop for. And she said herself. Guys, you heard it here first. That is a metaphor that has never been spoken. <laughs> but for, for forever will be known as what a, she's a she's a hard cookie to shop for. <laughs> Isn't that what the kids say these days? The, the closest I can think is tough cookie. She's a tough cookie. Well, she's a hard cookie to shop to shop for <laughs> <laughs> because she has all these uh, all these ideas that she wants in men, which is fine. But as as Juan said, like she has too many requests and doesn't really seem to acknowledge it because he told her, he's like, you you have too many things. Like I, I don't think I can find a guy with all of it. Like, you kind of need to see how things go. She goes like, I, I don't think, I don't think I have a lot. And I just feel like it comes down to, she's probably a boss at work, right? Yeah. And she has a certain standards, which is fine. She knows exactly what she wants and she won't settle for anything less. Even if it means that she's going to be a single dog mom forever. I don't yeah. think she would ever settle. And I know last time I kind of gave the friend shit because the friend was saying, oh, you have such high standards. You're asking for so much. Your list is so long. Because I think all we heard the first episode was, I want a guy with hair who I don't have to support. And I was like, is that yeah. so much to ask? No. We get We get more of that list revealed to us. Yeah, handsome, yep. empathetic, thoughtful, listens, Christian, funny, charming, loves to explore, plus malleable, emotional, not an emotional vampire. Like, okay, the list What is does long. that even mean? What is it... What is an emotional vampire? Someone who sucks emotions out of you? I guess so. It doesn't make any sense. It sounds like a 2023 buzz term that the kids are using. And I guess Susan heard it at the office and now says, I'm an emotional vampire. Need not apply. (laughs) I don't know. Speak English, people. Although, speak whatever language your partner speaks. This is Match Me Abroad. Sure. Well, so Juan says, listen, I have a guy for you, Miguel, 43. Mechanical engineer, very smart, very educated. You guys got ahead of He's everything on your list. He has hair. Uh-huh. And Successful. I think, 
Yeah, but I feel like Susan doesn't realize that a lot of the things on her list will bring guys like Miguel, guys who are extremely proud of what they achieved and could be a little cocky, right? I feel like Susan and her friend got wine drunk and wrote that list one night. Like, uh, he, need, yeah. he needs to be funny and charming and I'm not an emotional vampire. Like, this was Jen and Susan getting together, crushing three bottles of rosé and making this wish list that only exists in a rom-com. I almost feel like they had the dog to write it. The dog may have been writing it. Yeah, the dog was like, <laughs> like, like the gif of the cat typing fast. <laughs> Did you the, see like, the dog? The dog's got a straw in a in a wine glass, and he's also getting some. Yeah. I just read on the news like a week or so ago. There was a guy in Colorado who was pulled over, and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the cab called caught him switching his spot yeah. with the dog because <laughs> he was drunk. He was drunk driving, and he didn't want to get arrested, so he put the dog in the driver's seat. I like died laughing when I read it. I'm like, I need news like this in my life. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, okay, date night with Miguel. Miguel arriving in his blue convertible BMW. Guys, if you don't know one thing about John, and that's something I actually heard from his friends and coworkers, John, when John doesn't like something, he's maybe not going to say it right away, but his face is going to say it all. I have a terrible poker face. Oh, you, John has no poker face. And that's Susan. Like you can read, she doesn't have to say shit and you can read her face, how much she hates this guy in a blue BMW. And this is strike two and strike three for me with Susan, because I don't think Miguel was that bad. I feel like it was maybe editing that made him seem like he was interrupting her a lot. But to me, it seemed more like Susan had nothing to say. And Miguel was trying to fill space so they didn't just sit there awkwardly. Well, okay. So they get to, they go to this nice restaurant sitting outside. And I think you're right. I think they had nothing to talk about in a way. But the way it was portrayed was like Miguel did not let her talk. And whenever they started talking about something, like like Susan is responding to question B. And Miguel is like, do you like watches? Look, look at my watches. Beautiful, or was it editing? Was it, was it editing though? Because I don't there know. was... It's hard to tell, but it just seemed like, yes, maybe he's the type of guy who, yes, ands or yes, me's. Like you say something and it's like, oh, that's funny you, that you're about to tell that story because it reminds me of a story I want to tell. The date was so dry, but they're talking about something of traveling, right? And Susan's like, oh, yeah, I've traveled a lot. I spent three months in Cyprus. I lived three months in Spain right before COVID. Right. And it's so like, I feel like maybe he's the type of person who just cannot wait. And it's like, I'm guilty of it sometimes on, on, on a call on Zoom or Teams call. But many times, like, there is I like a how you're an equal. I like how you're an equal opportunity remote worker. <laughs> you're like, it could be Zoom. It could be Teams. <laughs> sometimes Google Meet. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm what matters pit. is that I interrupt people. Yeah. And I, I get better at it. This is like the beginning of the pandemic where I just always started talking at the same time as someone else. And I have a lot of, there are a lot of peeps who are guilty of that too. Maybe he's guilty of it in real life. Here's the reason I don't think it could possibly be that bad. They're chatting. The waiter comes to take their order. And Susan's like, let's just do snacks. Like she's already so over it. She's like, let's do snacks. It's like, how bad could it be from the time you sat down to the time the waiter came? 
So here's why I thought it was kind of bad because she was like, let's just do snacks. And Miguel's like, She's going to have a salmon uh, <laughs> with a little bit of uh, salsado potatoes and make it like three course meals. So I have way more stories to tell and I'm going to have a Yeah, snack. that was bad. Read the room. If she wants snacks, don't force someone to sit there for it. Plus, like your first date, yeah, a steak dinner is a lot. Just go for drinks. Yeah. Yeah. But like at, the, at one point when Miguel just starts talking about watches and then orders her a salmon... She's like, I need to, I need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and she's like talking to the producer. She's like, oh my God, this is so bad. I can't believe like he got a main, he got a steak. And then the camera turns to Miguel. He's like, going great. It's a, <laughs> it's a great, we have so much in common, such a great chemistry. But going, that's the thing. You can't, he can't read the room, I guess. So yeah. this is why he does what he does. This is why he orders steaks. This is why he thinks it's going well. It's because he can't read the room. Didn't you think she was going to jump out the window of the bathroom? No, but I thought that she's just going to pretend she's going to the bathroom and she's going to leave. Yeah. So we already heard this episode, Teresa, come up with a new term. Um, hard, hard, cook, cookie? A hard cookie? Hard to shop for. Susan came <laughs> up with, Su- Susan coined steak stuck. She goes, so now I'm steak stuck because he ordered <laughs> dinner and I have, to, I have to be a lady and finish the date. I mean, you, you got a salmon coming to you. I feel like ordering someone a salmon is so aggressive. I hate that fish. <laughs> it's, it's a little aggressive. Right? Ordering, ordering a first date, anything is aggressive. You don't know the person. I would, like, I, I like doing things. From, even now, we've been married for a while. I would still not want you to order unless I'm like, oh, John, what's the name of the beer I like? And you always know what I like. But if like, I want to say it, I want to... Tell you like, hey, help, help me. But if you were like, oh no, like Teresa's gonna have this and this and this, I would be like, why are you ordering for me? Like, I'm a person, I can the, do it. The only time you order for me is in check, but I tell you what I want, and then you order it for me in check. And many times, like- many times the menus are in English, and you just point. Or the, sometimes the waitress and waitresses know a little English, and and sometimes you can order for yourself. Yeah, I'm a tough cookie to order for, so I just usually order myself. Hard cookie. I'm a hard cookie to order for. Sorry. Guys, did we ever tell you that it was uh, this last trip we went to Czech and it was John's birthday and I was going to surprise him, but I forgot he speaks a little, a little Czech. And so I was going to get him a surprise cake, but they didn't have the cake that John likes, the cake they had. I'm like, he's not going to eat it, but he likes palachinki, which is like this, um, describe palachinki. It's crepe. A, it's a crepe. It's, yeah, so it's a crepe, exactly. And I forgot that he knows some of this stuff. So the, waitre, the waitress came and I was like, so um, he's going to, can you like get a palachinko for him for his birthday, put a candles in it. And John is like laughing next to me, knows exactly what's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot you speak a little Czech. It's the thought that counts. You also went to the store and you got the candles with me. So moving yeah. on. Thought that counts. So right then and there after... After Susan realizes she's steak stuck, she thinks she gets saved by the weather because it starts to downpour and they're outside. And she's like, great, this is a rain out. We're getting washed out. I can leave. But not so lucky. They close the roof. Yeah. They, they dry the table. She's like, damn it. And Miguel's like, so dessert? <laughs> she's like, no. no. She's like, this is, this is not going to work. And Miguel is like, well, I would love to see you again. And she's I, like, I don't think this is a love connection, Miguel. And he's I just thought like, that was rude. Uh, I, 
see, here's where I'm like, no, it's good. Be, be forward. Don't, what are you going to wait till he gets home and then text him and, and say, like, if you can say it right then and there, maybe those words weren't the best. The, the, yeah. the go-to is like, ah, I feel maybe more like we could be friends, but I think Yeah, it was, that's so cheesy. Or the real thing is, but if you, if you want to stand up and you have the courage to do it yourself, do it. You also have a matchmaker. You could tell the matchmaker and he could yeah. pass along the information. She should, she should have just said, it was nice to meet you. Thanks for the dinner. Um, let's see. And I would be like, Juan, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> you tell him. Well, now she feels like, oh, I need to have an emergency meeting with Juan to make sure I don't have another date like this. Like, oh, it was so awful, wasn't it, Susan? Get over it. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't the world's most romantic date or the best date by any means. But it wasn't as bad as she's reacting. Yeah. I feel like it was a good icebreaker for her. Yeah. It can only go up from there, right? Exactly. Maybe that's what Juan did. He was like, let me set him up, set her up with someone who's going to suck. So the next one, she's just going to be like, all right, much better. Yes. All right. Let's all move right. on because we got a new single alert. We get Natalie, 25, from Manifee, California, who is a first generation Sri Lankan. Yes, she. So she went to UC Berkeley. Now she's applying for law school. But good for her. In the middle of all this, why not travel to Morocco and try to find some love? Yes, is it Sri Lankan? Sri, La- Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan. Thank you for correcting me because I was sure. Put a put an H after the S. Are you sure? Or is it uh, like Stanika? I'm Sri. I'm Sri. Okay, Sri Sri Lan- Sri Lankan Sri Lankan. You say yeah. that. Sri Lankan. That's hard for me. Yeah. I'm just gonna say Natalie. Natalie. Let's yeah. go with that. Okay. So we see her driving with mom and it's normal for that culture, for her parents to find matches. I feel like it's very similar to India from what we learned, right? Indian matchmaking, Jewish yeah. matchmaking, all the but, matchmaking. This is yeah. matchmaking abroad. Sure. Of course. Yeah. But like so far, so far, all the guys that mom's bringing home are not up to her standards. Yeah. So what Natalie says about the Sri Lankan culture is that the parents like to be involved in the process. It's called proposals. So I guess it's like mom proposes a potential match and you can say yay or nay. But Natalie says, well, from the outside, it does look like an arranged marriage. But it seems, I guess, like the single, the child has more say. That's why it's not a truly arranged marriage it's not what i say goes here you two are getting married it's what do you think about this person what do you think about that person it sounds like rishi and his mom like mom found a few girls and it's like hey rishi look at these girls and if he's like no moving on yes so it hasn't been a match with anyone that mom has proposed but she did travel abroad during college and i don't think she went to columbia no but she goes through the program I met a lot of Colombian men who were very attractive. Yeah. So she decided to find her love in Colombia and her matchmaker is going to be Juan as well. And I'm curious if like, it's going to be the same for Morocco, Morocco and Czech. Yeah. And you're right. I said Morocco at the top of this segment. She's going to Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's one big reason she likes Colombian men. They use bidets. Yeah, she likes the clean booty. You got to have that clean booty. And so, Colombia, it is. So then we cut to Natalie and her mom clothes shopping for this trip. And 
while shopping says this process is not just about finding family that matches our family. I, I want to find a guy I enjoy spending time with. And I think that's maybe that other difference that she was missing from this arranged lifestyle. It's like not about, oh, our family and your family. It's about, I want to find someone who I enjoy my life with. Yeah. And mom, mom is like, yeah, like, I don't know why she's going to Colombia. I won't stop looking for a match for her. But if she wants to look in the meantime for herself, sure. Yeah, well, well don't stop, mom, because apparently Juan doesn't have the best track record, or if you ask right. Susan. We'll see. Speaking of Juan, we, we cut to Colombia and we see him. I think he's feeling a little competition between himself and, and mom. mom yeah. Because he's like, what does she know about matchmaking? Forget the generations of matchmaking. What does she know? I got into this business two years ago as a COVID thing, <laughs> right? I got laid off from my hospitality job. I got into matchmaking. I think I know what I'm doing, mom. You take it easy. I feel like I could be a good matchmaker. You would have no way of making this assumption. What do you mean? How would you, what makes you think you'd be a good matchmaker? Because I'm a good people reader. Okay. At the end of the day, none of these people are good matchmakers. I mean, what's a good, I guess, actually, we heard who has a 100% success rate? Oh, think, Nina. Yeah. So I guess some people are good. But I feel like you watch Jewish matchmaking. It's, and again, what's a 100% success rate? How many days do these people have to go on before they, are you counting that 100%? Or how many or, clients if she had one successful client? That's 100%. Yeah. Right. Like if Eliza from Jewish matchmaking, if she just kept giving people date after date after date after date, and then finally they got married, you go, oh, 100% That's success successful. rate. 100% success rate. Well, you're not that good because they had to date 24 duds before they matched with the one. No, I think it counts. If the matchmaker finds you a match, no matter if it's the first or the tenth, that's, that's gotta, successful. You got to factor that. And there's got to be a stat for no. that too, of how many dates did you have to go on before you no. found the one? Because if you have to go, I'd want to go with the person who can find me in one or two dates. I don't want to. You don't. I feel like I would want to date around a little bit. Well, that's because you're, uh, you know what, Teresa. I'm a check slot, speaking of. <laughs> speaking of, no. And we use that word with love. Don't call in. I, I always call John and he's a slut. I know. It's a term of endearment. You're such a, you're such a slut. I miss you. Slut. All you right. slut. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not miss me? Oh, so much missing. I don't want to yeah, start yeah, start to get all emotional on this podcast. All right. Harold. Okay. Harold. Okay. I'm going to give Discovery Plus and TLC a lot of shit. Are you ready? Okay. Why don't you fucking play some Czech music Ooh. on these intros? What was it? I don't know if it's Russian, Ukrainian, or, or Italian. I don't think it was Italian. But why don't you find Czech stock music or something instrumental without words? Give it's me, outrageous. Give me, a, give me a famous Czech song that you'd like to hear. Uh, yes! That's, that's the song that's called Teresa. Coming at you, WNBC. This is Teresa by Voldemort Matushka. Yes. Guys, I hope you, you can turn it off. <laughs> you hear how beautiful that is. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's get some real Czech music around. And I'm sure that there might be some copywriting issues. Sure. 
get instrumental music then if you don't have czech music don't play random freaking languages i hate it so much <laughs> yes. because even if it's if it's russian or ukrainian or whatever yeah it's a slavic language it's not fucking czech we don't understand we don't speak the languages we have nothing to do with that i hate it so much right it'd be like coming to america and then tlc playing avril lavigne it's like she's canadian tlc <laughs> why, why are you playing nickelback it's culture inappropriation. That's also a new term. <laughs> and I love it, actually. I what do you mean? It. Everyone says that. No, cultural appropriation <laughs> is when you take the appropriate culture but use it inappropriately. But I like cultural inappropriation. Where you're, where you're, just, where you're just throwing darts with your eyes closed. That's close enough. All right. All right. So... Harold Ahoy Prague. Harold has touched down in the Czech Republic. And he's so excited. Oh, so here's here's that European, that Czech bluntness that we were talking about because Harold meets Katerina at the airport. And she's just like, look at your braces. Oh. She's that- like, she's like, Harold, how tall are you? And he's like, I'm five eight. She was like, No, you're not, Harold. Harold, are you like to me? You look <laughs> you look five six. <laughs> but <laughs> I loved it. Do you guys call suspenders braces? No. That's what Katarina was referring to. She was like, oh, look at those braces. I don't know. We call it kshandi. I don't even think there is a there is a word for it. I mean, suspenders. That's how I know it. Yeah, she's like, do you always wear braces like that? And Harold goes, oh, my suspenders? <laughs> and she's like, sure, whatever you Americans want to call it. She's like, you have such a young boyish look. I'm even 5'8". Very blonde. I love it. Very it European. Was, I feel like, as I said before, and I can only speak for the Czechs, but we don't sh- sugarcoating is not in our vocabulary. We say things as we see them. And poor John's been living through this with me. And he, I learned to sugarcoat when I have to. Pour some sugar I'm on me. Still, I'm still pretty blonde. Yeah. I hold back on certain things and it more comes down to like, I don't want to sound rude. And I was told that there might be things that I say that they just come across the wrong way, even though I don't mean anything bad. And I don't think Katarina meant to make fun of Harold or hurt him, right? She just called it as she sees it. And that's what we do. Yeah. I think there is this, there's this pride to your height here in America. I don't know. Is it the same way in Czech? Is we like- don't ask each other about a height. I mean, a lot of guys, a lot of like European or Czech guys are very tall. Not okay. not all of them. I mean, you know, my family member, Ivan, is not tall. Yeah. But like the rest of my family, everyone's tall. So we kind of like, we yeah. don't talk about it. I do, pref- I like tall guys. I told you guys, like I, I was nervous that John might be shorter than me, but that's not the case. He's way taller. But yeah, I don't know. I've never asked anyone, oh, how tall are you? Yeah, yeah. But I mean... It's interesting because Katarina wasn't necessarily saying it from a perspective of, oh, you're short and no one's going to like you. It was more, if you're lying to me about this, are you going to be honest with me about other things? Will you be honest with your dates about things? It was more sure. it was more about honesty than it was height. I guess you're right. But I I think a lot of Chegros do like tall guys. Like it's a, sure. a lot of Europeans are very tall. So that's like the standard that's like, oh, yeah, like tall and handsome. Yeah. So that's really what we get. They arrive at the hotel. We don't see much of it. Yeah. Guys, John, John watched it before me and he goes like, 
guess what? Harold is going on a date with Teresa next oh, yeah. time. <laughs> I forgot about that. They call her Teresa, and I'm like, don't Americanize it. It's a Czech. Sh- I mean, it's a Czech Republic. Just say it as just say it. Say Teresa. You heard the song. Don't make me play it again. It's Teresa. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I don't for what I saw. I don't think Teresa looks <sighs> very excited about her boy Harold. But we'll we'll see. I need I need to get a closer look at Teresa because from afar she, she did looked, not look like my like me. No, she looks like a store brand Yara. But I need to get a, oh. a, a clue. I find Yara very attractive. This Teresa, I don't know that I did, but I did not find her very attractive. But no, I also I, saw her for like two seconds. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see. We'll get a closer look next time. But that is it for this episode. This this show is heating up to be a good one. I think out I'm, of control. I'm really liking it. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you guys aren't following us on Instagram, please do follow us at Married to Reality Pod. We got memes. We do news. Call in. Message us over there. Share your thoughts. What do you think? What's going on? How do you pronounce Danica's name? All that and more at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, join us on Patreon. If you want even more content, we're doing Love and Paradise on Patreon. So on the Cousins Club level, audio only. On the Family Affair level, you get video plus a monthly bonus where we cover random shows like The Farmer Wants a Wife, You, Me, and My Ex. We, we do wild stuff on the Patreon. Wild. So pa- Patreon.com slash Reality. Also, just follow the podcast right here, right now, wherever you're listening so you don't miss an episode when it comes out on the free feed. So easy to follow the podcast. Look down, smash that follow button. Yes. Smash like it's as hot as the... What is it called? What Harold was doing on the on the on the next episode on the like boat pa- like pedal yeah, boating pedal boating as pedal boating as in the Czech Republic alright you got that right and if you haven't left a review please do we, we love the reviews and it's a way for you guys to help us out and show that love so if you haven't left a review please do if it's a five star review and you write something we'll read it on the Monday Night Podcast the 90 Day Podcast yes all right. We hope the technology did not fail us yeah we, we know Teresa mentioned Google Meet and Teams and all sorts of technology. Zoom. So we hope she did not disappoint or upset the technology gods by not naming one or naming too many. We'll see. We'll see. So shout out to technology. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for listening. I think I said it all. Did you say it all? I've said it all, John. I've said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Ahoy. Ahoy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.